ability of an operator to outsource pay TV services has been talked about for decades. Now it is finally a reality. This interview with 24i's CEO explains the solution. Listen on to find out more. This is Endscreen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at Endscreen Media. And today is September 22nd, 2022. Delivering TV as a service on operator networks has been talked about for years. Actually, it was first talked about in the 90s when operators began to rebuild their networks when they added broadband services. Now, the goal of the rebuild was to create a network that was basically IP-based, but would also act as a platform upon which they could launch all their other services. And operators were running many services. They had security, broadband, telephony, and they even wanted to run their pay TV services on this network as just another service right there. However, we had to wait until now for TV as a service to finally arrive. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's podcast. But before we get there, as more consumers split their time across AVOD, TVOD and SVOD streaming services, how can content providers evolve their revenue models to capture each customer's willingness to pay? That is the big challenge and what I'll be talking about with Sinclair, Chicken Soup for the Soul and Entertainment and Zype on Thursday, September 29th at 1pm Eastern. Supercharged D2C growth with hybrid monetization is a free webinar for you and you really must attend to learn how to maximize your video revenue. Now, I'm going to include a sign up link in the podcast description with this podcast posting uh, and I will see you there on Thursday, September 29th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Okay, back to our main topic. So this interview with 24i CEO Neil Foster was recorded at IBC 2022. That was just last weekend. And he explains how 24i and Swisscom partnered to create a complete pay TV service fully hosted in the cloud. And stick around until after this short interview is over for an explanation of why TV as a service matters to network operators. This is Colin Dixon with Endscreen Media, and I'm at IBC 2022 on the 24i booth talking with CEO Neil Foster. Neil, welcome. Thank you very much. So, Neil, you have a pretty interesting solution for pay TV operators that are tired of the expense of video services, but still need to maintain those services as part of their bundle, right? So tell us about TV as a service uh, and how that works for the operator. Yeah, no, it's um, absolutely so relevant here at IBC. Um, Operators, you know, they really, they have a bundle, so they have to provide mobile, broadcast, um, operational and um, uh, broadband. There are many different parts of that bundle, but they, at the end of the day, TV is sometimes not their primary service or it's a very expensive cost. And they want to outsource that um, capability to deliver television as a service. So really, it's one of the trendiest topics here at the moment in IBC, is how do operators still maintain that bundle of delivering their different parts of the MVNO? Right. 
but without having to do the cost of it. Right, so, I mean, there are a lot of pieces here, right? Are you really providing everything? Can I really just outsource this? Yeah, I mean, basically, the TV as a service as a solution has every component. So they literally can say, here's the pipe, put the TV on top of it, put the video and media on top of it. Um, obviously, every specific customer, uh, specific operator has a different scenario with certain systems they have in place. But we take over now the whole video delivery as a service. And so does that include things like um, customer support? I mean, if they've got problems? Yeah, that's one of the main sort of elements, really. There's a network operations center, a knock, as the, the lingo goes, and it, it really is a fundamental part to provide that support and services. So if the system goes down, we provide the reliability that it will come back up again. And uh, uh, so this is, uh, it also includes all the content? What sort of content? Yeah, is, so there are content deals, in? and if we look at Swisscom itself, um, they have Swisscom, um, broad, Swisscom broadcast and content, and we deliver that to the consumers. Very good. And, you know, one of the big is issues and overheads for operators is that they very often have to put a set-top box in the home. Do they still need to do that? Well, th that's just another end device, you know, whether you've got set-top box, which there is, and we've got Amino set-top boxes. Um, we, but there can be different ones, and there can be mobiles, there can be, you know, tablets and TVs and... It's just another one of the end devices. So in other words, that they can, they can actually just literally turn this on if a customer wants it and it will work on their device? And that's what's beautiful about the whole proposition. And as Dominic Muller, the CEO of Swisscom, said, you know, this is a, a way for them to get innovation, new features quicker because they're not having to manage it. The people that actually provide the system, and we already provide the Swisscom um, solution, then we can add features to that system and to the consumer and viewer and provide that quicker. So it's really exciting for both of us. So, and this is live now? Yeah, so it's actually running already. It's not a press release or something that we're just saying will be coming in a year's time. This is actually live now and it's available to the Swisscom, you know, and Swisscom's a tier one operator, you know. This is a very serious uh, quality of service uh, serious to consumers and it's a brand name protection as well so what's the what's the sort of experience that the customer gets with this um, so it's obviously it's running on their device which is very convenient for them yeah I mean does it feel just like a regular yeah well, it's behind you there it's uh, it's got video in picture it's got the whole different features and it's got all the new generation features and it will have coming um, some of the recommendations and data analytics and rails with recommendations which is next generation uh, recommendations and the way that uh, the data is analyzed so it's really quite fascinating it really is worth looking at it really is <laughs> and so uh, available today uh, what's the sort of business model is it bums on stay paper bums on seats or no i mean it's a classic model i mean there's nothing really that amazingly it's, it fits the, the operator model and that's why Swisscom, Broadcast, and many other different uh, operators that we've got and, uh, also going along, um, you know, they're very happy because they're used to the model. So there's nothing radically different, but it just reduces their internal costs, operations, uh, infrastructure, and um, it's really it's a really so, win-win situation. I mean, this really does fit where operators are headed, yeah. which is they provide a network upon which a bunch of services can be launched. It turns. Exactly. We've talked about doing this forever. It actually turns. Yeah, it's TV been talked into about. You're totally right, Colin. It's been talked about for years and years. 
And to be honest, we're, we're doing it and it's live. We, I think we're probably the first company to do it actually in the, in the right way and it's being available now and it's, it's pretty amazing. So that's awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, I'll tell you what, I look forward to talking with you about new features for this yep. and new customers for it in the very near future. Neil, thanks for talking with us. Thank you. So that was a great explanation by Neil Foster of what TV as a service is from 24i and Swisscom. But why does it matter? Why do operators need it? Well, the truth is, and the reality is for network operators, that pay TV services are still a necessity. I know streaming is booming and I know everybody is streaming, but plenty of people, the majority of people are still taking pay TV services and video is a critical part of the bundle of services that operators provide to their customers. Those customers with video in their bundle of services churn much less than those that do not. And of course, the ARPU for video subscribers that also subscribe to broadband and maybe telephony is much higher than single service providers and profitability is therefore much higher. But providing the service, the pay TV service, has become increasingly unprofitable. I've been tracking very closely how much Comcast has been paying for video, paying the programmers for their content, and how much video ARPU they've been earning from subscribers. And it's an ugly picture. Back in 2015, customers were paying about $80.80 for their pay TV services. That was video ARPU back then for Comcast. And about $38.80 of that 80 dollars and 80 cents went directly to the content providers the people that provided the channels now let's fast forward to today comcast is charging 104 dollars and 50 cents so rather that's the average revenue they're getting for video from their customers so that's 104 dollars but now 68 dollars and 50 cents have got is going directly to the programmers uh, that's a dramatic drop in profitability much a much higher percentage of the amount of money earned for video is now going directly to pro programmers but unfortunately the overheads involved in running a pay tv service have not decreased dramatically and there are a ton of overheads here. You've got service management, licensing and paying for the content and negotiating with the content providers. You have customer support, home installation and maintenance and on and on. This is a very expensive service for operators to maintain and to deliver. So operators found themselves really between a rock and a hard place here. They need to provide pay TV to anchor customers, but struggling to manage and make money from it. So really what to do? Well, the answer is TV as a service. It relieves the burden of building and maintaining traditional pay TV services from a network operator, but it lets them continue to offer the service. It also holds the possibility of making money from the service by the operator and the reason it does is because the cost of paying for the tv of a service should be a bit more efficient than paying for the individual services the costs of maintaining it are borne by the provider in this case 24i and swisscom and they can spread the cost across multiple operators 
rather than those costs being borne by each operator individually, which is going to be much more expensive and makes it much more less profitable for each of the providers. So that's why TV as a service really matters. It's a shame we had to wait this long to really get something like this, but at least we have it now. And you can bet we'll be sure to check back in with 24i to find out how the solution is working for them and for the operators that license it. This has been Colin Dixon, and I'll speak with you next time. This podcast is a production of Endscreen Media, all rights reserved.